0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, my beautiful bakers and my patron peeps, it's time, get ready, get set, it's time for sleep with me, patron's up, I guess i put you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well welcome me. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts on your mind, you know, thoughts, things, thoughts, th- th- yeah, things, things on your mind. But it could be thoughts about past, present, or future, even current thoughts, uh, uh, or thoughts about current. You say, holy cow, did you, did you like, uh, or uh, where do you fall on AC versus DC? And I say, I never quite, like, Like, uh, can we get back to that? Can we talk about something more interesting, like Tesla versus Edison? What about Marcon- Marconi, is it Marconi? Okay, yeah, maybe we should get back to that. Because of these thoughts about current may be keeping you awake, or it could be thoughts about current stuff. Earlier, before I started having my thoughts about current, I was thinking about what I don't know. I mispronounced something. You could also have thoughts about currants. Uh, you say, "Well, boy, baking with currants is." Uh, do you soak your currants, or do you? Uh, do currants have seeds? Do you buy seedless currants? or somebody may say what's the current taste like I say I don't know I never like they're good usually they're already installed like I buy my currents already ba- you know s- installed like you know I say oh currents are already in there eh uh, but you know I I think I have prepared them in one of those boxed meal bagged meal kits before oh oh so so thoughts could be one thing that's, that we got a lot to talk about I guess currently I have currents on my mind it's different formats uh so current, uh, whatever uh, thoughts, it could be feelings you're feeling emotionally or experiencing coming up for you or that are just there remaining, remaining from the day or the, you know, for me, sometimes the person I work with has to point out like, well, those are, you know, from the, the, the they're still here, but they're, they're, I don't want to say old feelings. Cause uh, you know, my feelings might have feelings about this. Who are you calling old? I'd say, well, what do you want me to call you? <laughs> I don't exactly have nostalgia for you, and you're from the past feelings from the past uh that that doesn't really ring ring well old you're right old feelings doesn't what about how do you feel about me calling you moldy feelings no absolutely not well, can I get back to you what if i what if i say these are uh, what are, aged feelings uh I, cave, what about cave aged feelings think about that and i'll come back to you if i remember so feelings uh, physical sensations mm, those cave aged feelings uh they're the best uh, uh you could you know and we we use the same cave for cheese uh, champagne and uh, feelings uh i don't know if it would be the Lore valley but i if i could get a cave to age cheese and champagne I'd probably have to, I'd probably just say, well, could you lease out the space? Say, okay, wow, this is quite an operation you got here. Uh, uh, you, so it looks like you see so your aging cheese and uh, champagne here in the Lore Valley. Is it called the Lore Valley? You don't know. You're, you're, oh, you live in my mind. Okay. Well, I see a lot of empty space. I was thinking about filling. Would you lease out that empty space for me? And they'd say, for what? i say, well, feelings. I'm looking to cave age some feelings. Uh, Oh, from customers? No, 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 my own. I got enough to fill this cave and many others. Oh, you're right. I'm in the middle of... So feelings of physical sensations could be the other thing that's keeping you awake. So whether, you know, something physical you're feeling emotionally or you're thinking about or all of them. It could be something else. You know, I uh, we get a lot of good people that listen to the show just for, for a little while as they're going through a period of, uh, you know, you're experiencing something. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to help. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff so you can fall asleep. That's really the simple version, which only took me, what, eight minutes to get to that. But So a couple of things, the way I do it is I try to create a safe place. And at first you might think a cave, you know, a cave for aging feelings, a cave for aging feelings, uh, where I discovered something. I don't know. That does sound, I like the way that sounds, a cave for aging feelings. <laughs> That's what I call my heart. Uh, it, so, stories from my heart. Uh, but that would be, that could be a safe place. Of course, you're right. It would have to be dehumidified they might need the humidity for the cheese might shouldn't smell like cheese unless it's a good kind you're right about that uh okay we'll get back to you but like i want to create a safe place whatever evokes that for you if a cave aging an aging cave and here's a question i mean caves are always aging but it, there could be another sat question let's see if we could figure that out uh an aging cave is best for is an aging cave best for aging an aged cave what are you calling an aged cave you're right about that cave i didn't i was just uh, exploring the language now i didn't say old or aged i just said an aged cave it could mean anything you could be any age uh i mean i don't know i mean i don't know i'll tell you what i don't know the li- difference between limestone and uh Something else that I can't even think of that would fit here in a good, punny way. You know, I don't know the difference. I wish I had a body part that would sound funny. Or that limestone started with like a double because then I could say that. Uh, I don't know my rear, you know, is there, a, I don't know, I can't think of a term. Sorry about that cave. I Believe it or not, I've gotten distracted now four or five times. I'm going to send my, I'm going to try to create a safe place for aged caves everywhere. I said, man, those sleep with me downloads exploded because uh, he got he 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 captured captured the entire segment of caves that I listened to the podcast uh, for two weeks, and then he called the cave aged uh, and he lost the whole cave audience. And it was a beautiful thing because his voice was echoing through those caves. Uh, all the cheese all the cheese did go bad, and the champagne went bad too but they that was also the same caves that scooter had le- leased out to uh to to, to kind of age his feelings uh but actually I probably wouldn't age my feelings just thinking about it I'd like put out, I wouldn't mind putting my feelings on racks in a beautiful cave and walking through it and saying, hmm, oh boy." That would be much easier than when my feelings come up at bedtime and say, "Hey, let's talk about this right now." Like, instead, I could tour the cave. Maybe I'd have, yeah, maybe I'd have one of those helmets with a candle in it. That would be cool. And I'd say, okay, who are you again? Oh, boy, fourth grade, eh? Which, oh, when I couldn't figure out how to tie my shoes. Oh, no? Oh, you're when I couldn't remember my home phone number or my home address. I was unable to memorize those. You're right. Only kid in the class. All of those things were True. Probably beyond fourth grade. Uh, but yeah, okay. Well, that's good to see it. You're looking great here. How, what do you think of this cave? Uh, would you believe it? You're next to a, a cheese that starts with a CH and after that, CHAMB. Uh, and I think below, above you is a Chateau Brienne or something. It's yet uh, from uh, Brienne of Tarth's uh, fictional uh, Champagne uh, Groves. Every every leaf, every grape uh, is uh, cut off with her uh, sword, uh, according to legend. Oh, I'm supposed to be starting a podcast. Oh, sleep podcast. Thanks for reminding me of that. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. You've seen a few of those superfluous tangents. You've seen a few of those as well. So those are uh, those are a couple of things. Really what I'm here to do is keep you company while you fall asleep. Now if you're new, you've probably already caught on that this podcast is a little bit different and a little bit strange and silly. So uh like when you first get to this podcast you might be wondering a lot of people say this what in the hay or what in the hay, what in the name of aged caves is this person talking about? Sometimes they even put an F double O L in there. Those are just managers of caves in the Lore Valley. That's what they've said to me. And they say, why are you calling again? And I see, I got one more question for you. Are you on like in the movies? Sometimes there's these cool phones in caves that you wind up, you crank up. Are you on that phone? Hello? Hello? Uh, and then my favorite part is they say, Mosur, uh, you've been disconnected. Uh, and I say, okay. Anyway, so could I talk to you for a second? Well, hello? Hello? Oh, boy. Enough of my personal life. Enough of my hobbies getting in the way. So this podcast is a little bit different. It's really meant to be a friendly voice you don't really listen to. Just like, I mean, that could be my future. I could be in the cave and you could call in. And it would be the same thing. I would just be in my cave talking to you, and I'd say, oh, yeah, how's the weather today? Oh, it's just the same as always, 55%, uh, 44% humidity. That's how we like it. I mean, I don't particularly, it's not exactly the best weather, perfect for aging my feelings. So I believe, though, uh, the people I've run it by said, Scooter, I think this is what we call call a boondoggle in the business of uh, mental health. Uh, Mental health boondoggle, and I'd say, well, could 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 that get me in the one of those DSVM four? Like, could you just put in there, like under cave aging? Maybe you could put in there. Not the best aging cave aging your feelings. Not the best idea. In two thousand, whatever, twenty twenty one. Maybe you could, or maybe a footnote. Could I be a footnote in there? DSVM seven. Okay. Sorry. I got to get back to the listeners. So this podcast is a bit different. It's a podcast you don't really listen to. It's also a podcast that doesn't really put you to sleep. It more keeps you company while you fall asleep. So uh, really my job is just to be here. And that's why the shows are over an hour or right around an hour. You got plenty of time to drift off. But if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here to the very end keeping you company. So those are some pieces of good news is is I'll be here to keep you company and you don't have to listen to me. A couple other things new listeners like to know that I they unfortunately never get to in, in early in the episode, episode is uh, structure the show. That can really throw people off. Some people are already like, uh, you know, not listening anymore. But so show starts off the greeting. So you feel welcome. Then there's business so the show can be free. Then there's an intro from around minute six to minute 20 or so of me rambling uh, and introducing the podcast. For new listeners, you get a taste of what to expect. Clearly here, I mean, we've covered currents and aged caves and feelings in Lore Valley. That's a lot of ground to cover. And you say, it almost makes sense. What he's talking about, uh, just almost, uh, it almost makes sense. I mean, some people, cheesemongers and champagne, champ champagneers, they say, you'd never put cheese and champagne in the same cave. Wait a second. We've never put champagne and cheese in the same caves before. What could happen? They say, well, you could end up- I mean, there's a 50% chance your champagne would taste like cheese, not good, maybe. I don't know. I can't drink champagne, but, or your cheese could taste like champagne, which that makes kind of, you say, wait a second, uh, that almost makes no sense. So that's kind of the intro. It, It introduces you to the show when you're new, but for regular listeners, it's part of their wind down routine. They barely listen to the intro while they're doing something else, getting comfortable, getting cozy or chillax and, you know, doing something to wind down. And the intro goes on for 16 to 20 minutes to give you some distance from the day and to ease you into bedtime. That's just what I've seen works over the years. Uh, For those of us that struggle to sleep, that kind of want to style a show, you know, sleep just doesn't happen. It takes a little bit of, uh, it doesn't take effort. I'm doing the effort here. I'm the one that's leasing out <laughs> imaginary cave space. Uh, so it just it's just meant to ease you into bedtime or to be part of your wind-down routine. So see how it goes. The other thing is seeing how it goes is important. You don't have to be open-minded, but you could say, well, I'll see if this works. Give it a few tries. And say You can be doubtful and say, I doubt this, you know, I'm not sure about this podcast uh, that I don't really need to listen to and that doesn't really make very much sense. And I'd say, it sounds like you're in the right place then. Uh, yeah, just doesn't say, I'm not sure how to feel about this show. And give it a couple tries to barely listen to it and see how it goes. That's what most reviewers and regular listeners say. So that's that. So structure of the show. Oh, there's the intro. That's the purpose intro. Then there's business. Then we'll talk about the Great British Bake Off, Baking Bake Off Show. i got to make sure to say all those words so that nobody comes and says, hey, one of those baking shows that takes place in Britain and it has people baking things. So we'll talk about that. Then the show ends with some thank yous and good nights. Uh, So that's the structure of the show. And finally, the most important thing is the reason I make the show, you, you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can rest. Because if you get some sleep, the world's going to be a better place, really. You, you say, well, and I say, yeah, your world will be a better place. I want you to be able to flourish. And I also want to counteract the bedtime dread. I've been there. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations. I've dealt with all that. And if I can help take your mind off of that stuff so that you can get comfortable or have the podcast as a part of your wind-down routine, uh, even if it's just for a couple weeks or if you need it on a regular basis, that's my honor. Because I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. So that's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I really, really appreciate your time and you coming by. I work, believe it or not, I work very hard at your next drive. I'd really like to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple ways I'm able to bring this show twice a week. All right. Hello, bakers. It's Scoots here. Are you ready? Get set, bake. Uh, well, it's time to uh, cover a Danish week here on uh, uh, series collection. What are we doing? Uh, collection 6, uh, Series 9, I think, Episode 8, Danish Week. It uh, is going to be interesting. It starts off with Hawaiian, the teaser with Hawaiian shirts and the good news, bad news, talking heads, uh, tears, and lots of tears. Holy moly. Uh, and then we have the intro, the music playing. And the next thing we knew was like, holy flight of the Valkyries, we have uh, um, Noel, who looks particularly tall in this shot. I don't know, he he never looks this tall. And I don't don't think he's standing on anything, but he's dressed as, uh, I don't know, he looks like he's, I think he's dressed as Bugs Bunny, dressed as the flight of the Valkyries thingamajig. And Sandy's dressed as a Viking. And they're talking, oh, and he's making puns, uh, and she's giving him puns. It's a, it's a nice little comedy bit, uh, a Ford Norse code, uh, like, uh, Danish jokes. He says, uh, what, why did the Viking buy an old boat? Uh, and, uh, Sandy improves all the jokes. So how do Vikings send messages? And then he says, go ahead and speak. Uh, she says, it's Danish week. And uh, uh, Danish." she says, how do you do that? Uh, and she goes, it's just, I just speak. Uh, then we see some bees and some flowers and the competitors all in Hawaiian shirts as a tribute to John. Though all the Hawaiian shirts, uh, other than Brynys, uh are kind of similar. So I said, well... I don't know if they, they that was someone on the staff's idea. Though Kim Joyce has a nice, I don't know, maybe I'm being, I just like it when I when I know that they picked out, I mean, maybe they don't even pick out their own outfits. Maybe they pick out a selection. Oh, the behind the scenes. We have talking heads. Ruby has never done Danish. Uh, uh, Rahul's like, is it croissant Danish? or? Uh, I think that's what he says. I don't know. It's muted right now. Blooming quarterfinals game on. Mm, Kim Joy Manon says Kim Joy is a baker to beat. Raoul Croissant's Danish Beach Boys. Uh, what does that say? Beach Boys Cauldron? I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, convention. Uh, Noel says, What is this? A Be- Beach Boys convention? I'm going to pause it right away once we have a close-up on the judges and the hosts because uh, everybody has great shirts on. Uh, three three of the four, Paul has on, uh, an ox- I think that's an Oxford shirt, and, and nice jeans. Uh, uh, but Bruce, Sandy, and Noel have print shirts on. Uh, and I have to look up. Uh, Noel's shirt is a uh, different colored rabbits that say, oh, boy. And I'm sure it's some pop culture phenomenon I'm missing. Sandy has a, a print shirt with uh, flowers that look like they could kind of were drawn uh, with some elephants and uh, what's that called? A toucan. toucan. And then Prue, let me get a shot of her shirt because holy moly. Hers has on, her shirt is, or actually maybe it's more of a dress uh I don't know, I really, that's as far as my clothing dress or shirt. Uh, but hers has this beautiful print. It's a gray background, and it has a, not pastels, a couple pastel colors, but it has a, a purple pastel rabbit, a raccoon, some trees that are pastel blue. At some point, though, oh, there's a fox. I saw a platypus on her shirt, or maybe I thought the raccoon was a platypus when it was playing, and it didn't pause it. Uh, I think that is it. I thought the raccoon was a platypus. Smoor, Smoor, Smoorborg, uh, uh, so that's what they have to make for their, what is this, the technical? What does it go? Technical, showstopper. Oh, no, this is the other one where they get to, they got to practice it at home, uh, S'mores open sandwiches with a, lot, a rye, open-faced rye sandwiches. and Now, that's my favorite bread. I don't know if, I think people know that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Danish, I you don't know, like, uh, I don't have to check out a Danish rye. It's dark and dense, 24 hours to create, which the bakers don't have. I think they only have an hour. No, there's no way they can make bread in an hour. Is that true? Very thick rye bread, strong flavors, beauty, simplicity. That's what Prue says. Oh, Paul says he wants a lot of rye, strong flavors, Uh, lots of seeds. Uh, So Danish might have more seeds than a, a rye that I'm used to eating. I mean, I like some seeds in my rye. Uh, so everybody's mixing and, uh, oh yeah, Cindy says, or Bruce says a very thin piece of bread. it's important. Quarterfinals, Paul says, I'm going to be on their case. They go to Rahul, uh, quarterfinals, buddy. He goes, yeah, I'm trying not to think about it. I'm just imagining it's a regular week. Uh, what are you making? says one with sm- smoked salmon, one with remoulade, uh, carrots, celery, and, uh, shallots chopped up. we got pickling, curry, mayonnaise, pickle some cucumbers, then lemon, then asparagus, then dill leaves, then cheese, then beetroot. He goes on and on and on, just like sleep with me. And Noel says, time's up, man. You talked so long. Uh, And he goes, excuse me? Didn't get, like, uh, missed a joke. Really great sequence, like editing-wise, that they just left it in as that way. And then he's mixing. Sandy says uh, to Ruby, you know, sandwiches are supposed to be named. uh, So what's the name of your sandwich? And Ruby goes, I'm I'm boring. Uh, And Sandy says, my dad has a sandwich named after him. Kloss talks. It's the Kloss uh, uh, sandwich. Uh, I miss everything. But he has a sandwich shop where they have a sandwich named after him. Uh, but Ruby's making post-gym, like a br- brunch and a lunch one. Really sounds good. And Paul's questioning how much water he ha- she added compared to the flour. No liquid 250 to 400? Uh, what are you doing? And he's really messing with her. And uh, Sandy uh, Bruce says, don't listen to him. Now making now it's really sticky. Briny's gonna make. Uh, she's taking a risk, they say, because she's making two doughs: light rye and a dark rye. Raúl says, "Oh boy, basically making bread for Paul Hollywood. This is not a great." Uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, two to- totally plays uh, head games. Paul post gym breakfast or lunch. Uh, then they go to talk to usual nausea. That's what uh, spanning the EU. That's what Brian is doing. Spanning the EU, like little gardens. She's gonna have tomato swans. Uh, she's also wearing a bee, bee pin. Oh, proving drawer. I'd like to look up a proving drawer. I don't have the space. Uh, I guess I don't make that much bread. I have one of those. I bought one of those uh, basket proving basket though. Oh, you want me to prove that I have a proving basket? Well, I got to talk about this episode. I don't have time for that (laughs) kind of... I don't have time to prove about a proving basket to you. You don't want it to turn out dense and stodgy. That's why you're proving it. Uh, No, no, you want to prove it. Then we start seeing everybody's... Raoul's making his own cheese. As if I'm not mad enough, he says. Uh... Manon's adding a little sweetness to hers, mascarpone and gorgonzola. She goes, "In France, we don't have sweet cheese flavors," uh, but she's excited because it's going to be creamy and cheesy. Okay, that does sound good. You couldn't say that creamy and cheesy. She's making a cheese and fruit s'more s'more s'mores I don't know. I had it, it was spelled out of how I wanted to pronounce it. Savory toppings. Paul goes on doubting man, and uh, because of her technique of baking it in the pan, is it going to touch the sides? It just sits in the middle, huh? Oh boy, he says that's trouble. He goes, "Is the dough dobin been uh, r- raw in the middle?" And she goes, "Well, I tried it in the tin, and it didn't work." He goes, "Didn't work, eh?" Uh, then we get a look at the kissing swan, swan tomatoes, uh, and says, Brian, are you can make a radish goose. Then he goes, you know, Paul, Paul loves this kind of stuff. He he loves drawing. I looked in, in his, uh, trailer, he was wearing a, uh, tutu and he was drawing a unit, ri- unicorn or something. And then he saw me he acted like he was just reading car magazines. Uh, then we go to Kim Joy. She's making uh, hard-boiled uh, eggs into bumblebees, and that is really creative. Can't be soft-boiled, she says. And with cheese, flowers, radish, or fish, and cucumbers, uh, wholemeal sourdough. Uh, alliteration, swim above a seabed of wholemeal sourdough. And everyone's trying to prove their bread, you know, and then see, did it rise? That'll do. Uh good rise rolls does not rise, and Paul's watching in the background. everyone starts rolling stuff out. He's like, "My bread did not rise, so he's uh, super stressed uh and everybody starts rolling up their bread hour to gauge uh not doughty that doesn't not dry, not doughy, not dry. oh how to gauge uh, when you bake it. Uh, then Raul says, yeah, I'd put a lot of rye in there. Sandy goes, well, it's rye bread. He goes, yeah, but I put, I put too much because then I can approve. Uh, and uh, he goes, well, what if I go, this is an interesting conversation I didn't pick up on. Let's see. He, he goes, who's going to announce my name uh, if I go home? And Sandy goes, well, we switch off. Uh, so it would be Noel because last week it was me. Let me see. Let me. I just rewound it. Uh, quite a lot of rye. Yes, it's rye bread. Who's gonna Who's gonna announce the name? Last week. Oh, it'll be Noel. Last week John did. So it'll be Noel. Will say goodbye if you're leaving. Because you want me to go get him now. Uh, then everybody's putting stuff in the oven. Oh dear. Uh, one hour left, uh, oldest, uh, oh, oh, Sandy shows an old, the oldest flag in the world, Danish flag. He says, makes a joke about the specific flag. Hour left, uh, oven gods this could prove too much, a little pun or too little. Oh dear me. I don't know how many times Raul says that in this episode, but, uh, Ruby has a baby loaf. Uh, she goes, this is a little baby loaf. Uh. And uh, Noel says, well, just pretend it's in the distance. He may, he's again making this uh, funny little, uh, this, uh, sleeping-style jokes. Uh, crucial cooking time. That was another really good, uh, use of alliteration there. Crucial cooking time. Uh, dangerous game Raul and Brian are playing because they're leaving their stuff in the oven as long as possible. Uh,. Sandy looks like she's wearing a flag around her neck right now. Oh, dear me, Raul says again during his dangerous game. Kim Joy's happy with how her bread turned out. I think this is when Ruby has a... Oh, it didn't rise as much as she had hoped. Uh, Small, but it'll be fine. Manon's letting hers cool. Uh, Noel says, are you doubting yourself? That's when she says, I got a baby loaf, uh, compared to everyone else's, uh, let's see, Kim Joy is cutting her bread because they have a the crucial cooling time. Did I say that already? I love that crucial cooling time. And Manon already realized that hers is not a traditional rye bread. See, so a yeah, briny and a uh, roll are going to have to cut their bread while it's hot, which is, I guess, not good. I think, you know, as I've been trying to do more, I guess I haven't been trying to do more bread, but I will make a rye bread the week after I'm recording this, uh, which will be two months before you hear this, so you could ask me about it. Uh, Fifteen min- minutes. I also notice they assemble their sandwiches before they put it on the bread. Most everybody, which I say, well, that's interesting. Never thought of that. Well, Kim Joy's one of her Maybe just the decorative stuff. Well, Bryony's and Raul. Yeah. Oh, because I guess they had to because they were letting their bread. Uh, his is a lot of seeds in there, which is probably very good. Like a whole meal seeded bread. I mean, that's like. Uh, I try not to wade into the great superfood debates, but that's got to be a superfood. And. Briny has a nice marble rye look, but I don't know if that's a Danish rye. I think is what maybe. Kim Joy's using uh, kelp, I think, or uh, something else for seaweed for uh, the stripes on the bumblebees. Then Briny loses the tomato swans. Oh my little swans! So then there's one minute left. Uh, Swans get dropped in their end of time. Everybody's rushing. I mean, it's like uh, intense, intense, intense. So sleepy. Uh, it looks like Ruby on her brunch one had like a, kind of a soft-boiled egg. And Briny has a hard-boiled egg on hers. I'll be honest. I've never made a hard-boiled egg and then sliced it, uh, put on a sandwich. I might have to try that. Uh, Briny has very thick bread. Uh which we oh there's also puzzle pieces on someone's bread. Uh I don't know if it's tomato or something shaped like that. So Ruby's up first, uh and her chicken looks really good too. Paul first cuts her bread. He says this is structure, this is a good structure. Well done, good color. Uh Bruce says she likes it. Uh tandoori, chicken, cucumber ribbons. They're like, those flavors good. That's a good sandwich. Uh well balanced, says chili, like it. Uh then the breakfast or brunch ones, avocado, asparagus, chor- chorizo, and eggs. Uh real celebration of rye, Paul says. Sandy says Mediterranean meats, Denmark, then man ends up cheese and fruits, Ms. Board. Uh, Paul goes, yeah, this is not a." It's not dense and filled with seeds. Uh, then they cut up the sandwich. Goat cheese, beetroots, strawberries, glazed vinegar. Not very strong, not very savory. Too sweet, Bruce says. Uh, okay. almost needs some seasoning. It's a bit more like cheesy pudding. Yeah, they cut it up. Uh, and they kind of cut up manning, too. The chutney, the sandwich part of the chutney walnut and cheese is good, but Danish open sandwich? No. This is a French red. Uh, You've made a French loaf, Paul says. Uh, Then Kim Joy's up. Uh, Let's see. Where are we? Kim Joy. Beautiful texture. I hope it tastes as good as it looks. The flowers. Wow. I mean, everything. Fruit takes a big bite. Flavors are good. It can taste the rye. Uh, Paul's like that, that there's dill capers and avocado with the fish, uh, just needs to be a little bit stiffer, more seeds, to be honest. Uh, but Kim Joy's like, okay, that, like that's pretty good for, uh, at least him in the middle. Now, uh, Paul really draws it out on Brian. He goes, C- can you picture Prue in a coffee shop ordering a giant sandwich like this? Cause her bread is about one inch thick and four, like it's a four by three, uh, slice, but it's also an inch thick, which is sometimes good. Maybe not that inch thick, uh, it would be good for French. I mean, I don't think you'd have a rye French toast, but, and they go, geez, the I don't know. It really tastes a lot of rye. This is more like a malted roast ro- ro- loaf than a rye. And difficult, you know, the you gotta this sandwich is not uh too thick, uh and it's a bit dry, the mackerel, so not rye enough, not dense enough, uh not an open face sandwich. So Bruce says you gotta do it good in another one. Paul says it's a shame. Holy moly. Uh then we have Raul. Uh he's like mine went soggy. They go, man, this thing is dense. There's no air in here. Uh, bit of a mess, as uh, so the says. Raul, uh, they eat it. And there's like a silent thing where he can tell. Paul goes, oh, dear. And Raul says, no, no. And he said, not for me, mate. It's awful. And Bruce uh, says, yes, yeah, stodgy, gluey, heavy. It was the proving, you, you know, you, you should have done it to some sort of trick or something. Now, the sandwich, Paul says, it reminds me of something in Copenhagen. I thought he said Cape May. I was like, a Cape May sandwich, but a Copenhagen sandwich. And uh, thing. M- M- Mannon tries to comfort him. It's okay. They're harsh today, buddy. She says that to Raul. Outside shot. Not bad, Ruby says, celebration awry. Uh, what more could I want? And I did good. Roll says, yeah, Paul wouldn't even eat it, so, oh, no. Manning says, that wasn't my best, uh, but uh, maybe I'm, like, a little bit less in the middle. And uh, Kim Joy says, if it was bad, I'd be crying now. Then they cut to Bryony, who is crying. Uh, but she's like, I just got to get back on it. That's just who I am. Uh, get back to work now we're on to the next one this is the technical I guess going in you know the great uh, custard cover or whatever what do they call it crimping cover I forgot already I'll think of it it's under the blanket uh, why can't I think of it well anyway it doesn't matter they send them off technical challenge ebuskever uh, I- uh let's see technical three years paul via sandy i don't know what that is uh evil skewer filled with it's like a cinnamon spiced apple strawberry jam dipping sauce uh it's a spherical pancake and it actually looks like it would be delicious somewhat like a donut hole in the u.s but uh not deep fried i guess it's fried in this own container very confusing too People are like, i never even heard of this before. Paul explains it. Uh, Bruce says, I never have one, never heard of it. Uh it sounded incredibly difficult. He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, look inside. It's a bit, I mean, it does look a bit like a donut. He calls it a round pancake, aerated. And on the, you have a pocket of apple and cinnamon in there. Spher, smooth, spherical pancake. And then you dip it lovely white batter, but it's very, really, he it goes, the trick is you got these, uh, metal plates, uh, half circles, uh, so you got to put the batter in, as soon as it starts to film, firm up, rotate it, then you have a hole when you rotate it, that's where you put the apple and cinnamon in, then you rotate it again and your batter covers it, uh, and he goes, this is going to be hard, uh, because, uh, and he does not actually laugh like he was doing it, but yeah, clearly he was. Uh, then Noel's like literally up in uh, Ralph's face. He goes, okay, you got to make the apple and cinnamon and a strawberry preserve. Ruby's like a jam dipping sauce. What in the heck is that? WTF? Rotate to get a hole. Once everybody starts cooking it, they're like, I don't understand this. First, they're all making the jam and stuff. Uh, But, yeah, it's not a pancake on pancake day. That's butter. Like, uh, then everybody's whipping up their batter. Roel is doing two-handed. He's doing one batter with one hand and his jam with the other. Now, Manon says, my sister dated a Danish dude once, so I know what these are. Noel says, okay, oh, boy, high five then. Danish dude who dated your sister before. Everybody's mixing up stuff, uh, but I also like looking, get another drone drone, drone shot, a fisheye shot of an old half hour left. And the evil skewer pan is very heavy. Everybody's buttering it, uh, but they don't know what they're doing. Spoon the batter into the holes till they're three quarters full. And you only have so much batter, so you can't really learn as you go. Beginning to firm, so don't let it cook too fully. Turn the evil for 90 degrees with two wooden skewers. Uh, what does 90 degrees mean? And also, or I mean, uh, Rob was like, 90 degrees? What do you mean? Uh, 90 degrees? No, that's flip it over. It's 180 degrees. Sandy just watch. And what does turn even mean? Now we see someone, uh, Briny, actually gets it. Uh, so does Kim Joy. And uh, at least the uh, initial construction. And then close it, turn it another 90 degrees. Uh, also, the problem is that the pan's too hot. It's uh, making extra crispy. R- Ruby does not get the whole part down, but hers get nicely cooked. So Ruby's got like the temperature. Briny gets one out and she goes, oh, yeah, it's like a spherical pancake with apple inside. Okay but uh people are having yeah everybody's having trouble with batter and temperature this is challenging uh and how do you get the stuff in what's where's the hole uh yeah then stuff starts burning heat's too high holy moly and ruby's trying to stick her apple stuff in the bottoms uh no bloody hole. Bryony has success. uh a tad too much trying to make you uh, something. Five minutes left. Uh, doing our best. Uh, five minutes left to finish seven of them. Oh, no. I think it's Raul. Get in there. How many do we need? We need 14. Brian, is like, okay, my, I'm just going to sieve my jam. Am I able skeevers done? Uh, yeah. Burned one minute, final touches. And they're like, these aren't what Sandy's going to look for, huh? Uh, Ruby says, thank goodness. I had a decent signature. Everybody dusts them, puts them at the end of the table. Bakers, this is the end. Your time is up, uh. Please bring them and place them to photograph. Uh, so we get rubies. Hers is this the thing. They go uh, hung over a minute, Turn torn open, stodgy. Nice cinnamon flavor, but this is not a dipping sauce. Uh, I don't know what having over a minute means. Let's see. Prue goes, uh-huh. This is about rubies. Hang on a minute. Oh, yeah. They're not in the inside. They're stuffed in. Then they go briny, neater, good chunky apples, good dipping, airy, just the right texture. Kim Joy, they say, color's not perfect, Uh, lots of apple, the sauce is good. Raul, they go, these had some issues, they're not cooked, Uh, they taste burnt. Uh, Man, and she has different size ones, different, there was a struggle with the temperature, Okay, let's figure this out best to worst. But they should go worst to best. Uh, Raúl comes in fifth, Man in fourth, Ruby third, Kim Joy second, and Bryony first. They clap for her, you know, because you know everybody loves Kim Joy, so they're happy. Plus, you know, it seems like Kim Joy's had two good performances. So people are also happy about that. Yeah, they're, they're still on man. And so, well, this one's a walnut size one. Well, uh, there's a good apple in there. Aerated enough, uh, they just struggled with the temperature and consistency. Okay, so they, then they ranked them. So we hear everybody. And uh, let's see, good bit of apple. So then let's see the what are the talking head say, because this is it, you know, last challenge. Ronnie says, yay. Ruby says, "Uh, it can be stodgy, but uh, I'm in third place. I didn't come in last. Uh, Roller says, this is bad, man. Holy moly. Then we get some outside shots. Of course, it's now the next day. And a sky shot. Everybody walking in. One last challenge. Final chance for the Bakers to earn their place in the tent. And actually, at a... what time is the 2737 left? There's a shot through a cubby in a cupboard, uh, with some tea and bread and Danish stuff. Uh, apricots, a Danish, uh, like a chocolate Danish, maybe a rye bread, probably no, uh, evil skeevers. So, as they walk in, then I think we go to table. Okay. Table talk. Can I say? I love Danish week. Uh, Noel says, are we having Halloween week? Uh, She got Danish week. Uh, She goes, every time I see you, it's like that goth week maybe. So they go hilarious Hawaiian shirts, uh, but now reality setting in. Semifinals, uh, so it's harder. And it's tight, huh? And they could probably goes, yeah, it's close. Ruby and Kim Joy are in position for Starbaker. Baker, Briney in the middle. Yeah, yeah, Briney could go up or down. Man in very French. Uh, look at the bread she made. It was good bread, but it wasn't ra- Danish Danish rye. And Raul, oddly, is in a bit of you know trouble. Uh he's run out of confidence, maybe. Last time this is the first time he's had a hard time where we were critical of him. And they go so Sandy sums it up. Anybody could you know could anything could happen more or less. Uh then we see a serious shot all the baker sitting up tall and they say, okay, welcome back uh, show, showstopper. Okay, so uh let's see they set this thing up, I gotta find through the cupboard, table talk, mugs, candles, and fl- the flag. Uh there's a big field over Bruce' shoulders, and then they introduce the thing. Of course I didn't write out how to pronounce it right now. Uh c- c- grion, I don't K c- a- Ma Ma Man Kagaman, c- Kagamon, c- K c- Kagamon c- a- It's a cake uh, shaped like a person for celebrating their birthday. And the best bit is when you, the whole party yells out when they cut the cake because they started at the top. uh, Perfectly baked, uh, yeasted Danish pastry, intricately decorated and uh, include at least three different confectionery skills. This sounds like delicious for birthday cake. And your marks get set, bake. Uh, then there's lots of shots of the planning, of pictures for inspiration. Looks like Ruby's, uh, let's see, let's go through. We got Briny has pictures, uh, but then Ruby has something more, very more, uh, I think it's Ruby's picture, uh, yeah, uh, of uh more realistic, uh, an actual uh, structural diagram it's even numbered, uh, and, uh, have a pastry, uh, it's like a balloon, everything. So, and also just a note, Ruby uses the same kind of notebooks I use, a little artistic license, uh, delicious Danish roll is a whole actual live, actual size one. Bruce says a Danish pastry filled in glaze. It's a bit shiny. And delicious sweet on top, lovely uh, golden flaky pastry, beautiful soft inside. Paul says luxurious butter layers. Uh, Danish pastry is a great test because you have to get the Danish pastry right. Noel says you have to be okay, so it has to be perfectly laminated, which is like the layers of butter in the dough, the delicate layers. Uh, so you have to keep the butter cold as possible for this work, uh, so it doesn't melt out and over the next it takes a while we bake and chill, roll and fold uh, or roll and fold and you know make the perfect dough, but the tent is very hot, easier said than done uh then the chicken a briny nanapat amazing woman in briny's life uh Still touches her toes at 93, and they have some pictures of her wedding, her wedding day in 1948, uh, nice square shoulder, uh, dress, uh, very glam, very cool, Sherbert handbag, toffee heels, traditional Danish swirls, krempe to say, ginger, blueberries, uh. And Nana Pat still drives, Brian. He says, oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Neat circle to marzipan. Oh, uh, Noel says, can't, can, are you going to make it through the finals, Kim Joy? I can't wait. Uh, she goes, well, it's touch and go. And uh, now Ruby's doing her sister. Gorgeous child. I didn't know if that was, like, a bit of shade like that. She's saying her brother's, uh, or her sister, uh as beautiful as a child, you know. I don't know if that's subtle or not. Uh, she said, she's a gorgeous child. Uh, this is from a picture on my brother's birthday, and they how much fun she was having. So she's like holding balloons, uh, honeycomb, chocolate truffles, uh, marzipan, neat circle of marzipan for her face. Uh, and then he also said you are going to have marzipan over the Danish, uh, over the whole thing. And she goes. Sandy says, "Don't let him do this." Uh, and she goes, "Yeah, he's trying to get in my head." And Sandy says, "Look at me, ignore him. Look at me." And Ruby says, "Okay, I'm not gonna let it happen. And then there's like some marshmallow production going on. A lot of people, uh, Briny and Man, and making marshmallows. Showstopper's gonna taste. Uh, t- take a range of skills uh, to complete. And get into the semifinal. More individual elements than ever before. You can't lose any time either. Uh, so everybody's rushing around, back and forth. Uh, and then we have a sweet moment. Oh, this is a real hero. Let's see. There's 22 minutes left when uh, noel goes to Raul. Hey, I believe in you, man. Uh, do you know Star Wars? Uh, no, he says. Uh, You're Luke Skywalker. I'm Yoda. He goes, what are you talking about? Strong and baking, are you? And Paul uh, says, uh, Luke Sidewater, what are you talking about? And he goes, you don't know Star Wars? Uh, Luke who? Like uh, Luke Skywalker? He don't know him. He goes, well, he's a Jedi. Maybe you are actually studying science while I was pretending to be a Jedi. One of the great moments in the se- season. Uh Raul's doing a uh Indian king. Uh twisted nuts, crumb marzipan, uh layer buttercream. And they go, Whoa whoa. Danish pastry with crisp and then covered in buttercream? And he goes, Yeah, well I don't like the shape. He goes, since it's bumpy, I I wanna Paul says celebrate the Danish man. And then they go to Manon, who's doing a more simple version. She said, I'm going quite plain. She goes, I just like pastry on its own. Uh, so like a plain croissant. Uh, and everybody makes a look at that like, oh boy. So hers is her friend. Uh, let's see. I missed it. Uh, she's doing a version of one of her friends, uh, St- Stina. Birthday girl. And what else we got? a uh, Danish oh, they talk about what butter are you using and she goes, Danish butter. And Paul says that's not a professional butter. He said, I professional butter. I'd like to be I'd like to say call myself professional butter. And uh, the he goes, French butter is a pro butter. And she I mean, I think she's like, hey, Are you kidding me? He goes, so It's a higher melting temperature, so it doesn't melt. Uh And even Prue says, Paul, this is ridiculous. She's already started, one. Two, Prue doesn't say this. We'd probably criticize her if she's using French butter. So just zip it up. So Prue's not happy with Paul. Not ideal. There's definitely the sequence of stress and sighing and work uh, and hang on. Crystal has ginger, honeycomb. Honeycomb covered in chocolate is what Ruby's sister likes. That sounds good. Uh, uh, now, with time, limited time, where are you going to focus your energy? Uh, Raul Manon, Ruby concentrating on their sweets. Uh, everybody trying to breathe. Chocolate rain. I, I, I don't know if that was on purpose or that Raul is going to sing that song, the classic song with so much meaning. Uh, then people are decorating their faces. Uh, so, you know, Kim Joy's do, like, uh, doing such a good job, and Sandy says, wow, this is gorgeous. Uh, and Kim Joy goes, well, a little bit. She goes, do you paint? Well, it's a little gorgeous and weird, uh, you know, draw your friend on a piece of Mars pan. Uh, so Kim Joy's doing her friend, who's an opera buff, uh, doing, of course, her amazing piping. Then Sandy checks in with Briny, who's doing uh, the dress. Uh, and she goes, is that cooked or not? And uh, Briny says, it's marzipan. And Sandy goes, oh, I thought it was underdone dough. See how much I've learned? Uh, then Noel pops into uh, Ruby's freezer and says, what are you doing in there? She goes, oh, these are my truffles. He goes, well, there's, they're not the same size. Uh, you got to make sure they're the, the same size. Uh, and he goes she starts changing, he goes, No, 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 don't really do it. And she goes, Too late now, you, you said it. Uh then Noel does like a trick with the Danish uh bunting kind of flags and pretends he's a magician. Uh which is funny. Man and then everybody's like, Holy moly, this is it. Uh so oh Charlotte is an opera buff. That was Kim Joy's friend, uh everybody's stressing, uh, you don't want to get in a knot working on your pastries. There was another pun. Oh, wait, I just saw somebody had something written on their hand. Let's see if we can see what it is. Okay. Whose hand is it? Uh, let's see. Not Raoul's. uh Whose hand is next? Uh, I don't know whose hand it is. Uh, so far I've seen everybody. Oh, there it is. Uh, I mixed it uh, again. Whoever's making like a cinnamon dough type thing, so not manning. I don't know who Santa was, but I couldn't read it either, so it doesn't matter. And everybody's trying to put theirs together, you know, before they bake it. uh, Like all the little pieces. Uh, Bake it now, though. You got to get moving. Don't want to make the head too big because it's still going to rise. Uh, Nana Pat's hair. Oh, too much material. We're always trying to, okay, I still have to prove my stuff, man. This is, I got to get moving. Critical decision. How long to prove their dough? You know, if you don't do it long enough, it'll be heavy and dense, as we already know. But too if you go too long, the butter will leak out. So, oh, come on. Oh, and then, uh, Noel goes to Manon. He says, yours looks like the game Operation. And she goes, what? And he goes, yeah, that game Operation. And she goes, in France, it's called like Crazy Dr. Magoo or something? Dr. Mabool. Yeah, Dr. Mabool. He goes, what does that mean? Crazy doctor. Uh, then everybody's kind of like, man, what am I going to do? It's so hot out. So, uh. Kim Joy says, maybe I should stop proving and start baking because it's so warm. Kim Joy's friend has been proving for 15 minutes, Sandy says, as she tries to decide. uh, I don't want to lose the lamination from the temperature in the room. Everybody kind of, you never know how they're editing it, but everybody has like shocked face. uh, She's the first in to put her stuff in the oven. Rolls make a chocolate bonbons for the freezer. Briny has some sort of sherbet powder. I don't know what that is, but it's very strong flavored caramel being made by Manon, who keeps trying to breathe. Uh, then everybody else starts putting their stuff in the oven, short bake. Uh, Is what Danish Pastry says. Ravel starts seeing his butter leak out right away. Oh dear me! I don't know. That's like three or four times he does. He says it a lot from now on. Kim Joy sees her. She says, "Looks really flaky. That's not good and puffy." Uh, Butter leak. Oh dear me. He breathes, uh, man, and says, uh, "Mine have opened up a bit." A lot of pressure, man. says, holy breeze again. Kim Joy's pulling hers out of the oven. Uh, she goes, man, this turned out flaky and gigantic, not as delicate or small as I wanted it. She also's trying to take it out with one hand. I think she's the one who wrote on her hand, which I said, don't be careful. Holy moly. Then we get a drone shot uh, coming out of the backfield, I think. Uh, Then Sandy and Noel do some acting. Noel does the thing, re-expires. Baker's one hour, one hour left. Uh, And Sandy's the victor. She goes, you got less. And she taps her shield. Uh, I love this week. Bryony opens her oven. Okay, looking good. Crispy on the outside. Lovely lamination. There's lovely, lovely lamination. Ruby's got some nice color. She says, Raul, oh boy, not good. Uh, uh, Weird way it's risen, and it's it's crispy on the outside, but bready on the inside. Manon has the same problem. So that's a lot of, oh, dear me, so they're going to have to put it in the oven, but without it, coo- you know, ch- ch- you know, even with pizza, I've had this happen where you got to cook the inside, but not, you know, make the outside worse. And uh, so then now we're getting some decoration shots, uh, some things, okay, but Raul and Manin are still trying to get theirs made or baked, uh, somebody, then somebody says, uh, is something burning? Noel tries one of brine, he's, he's, like scrums, he says, this is delicious. But yeah, then somebody says something's burning. you can't tell if it's Raul or Manon's, uh, they're both like, oh no, and both of those look like it's a little bit overcooked, uh, Raul goes, try my best and this is it, uh, uh, Manin's is burned a bit, uh, Hard to make a big slab of pastry look good. Uh, so she's stressed to 15 minutes, assembly of the dough, prove it. How long? Oh, that was earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Ruby mentions that she was the quietest in her house growing up, uh, then we had another, oh, dear me, as she, she, Rahul shakes his head as time is up, uh, and it's stress city. Like, uh, right now I'm watching the assembly and decorative process. Braiding the hair. Like, really making it come together. This would be perfect for a morning brunch birthday party. Especially, like, where there's kind of, like, you could just take the pieces of Danish off. like uh, Like, pull apart Danish kind of thing fresh raspberries. Everything's coming together for some people, but, uh, Raul can't even cut his piping bag. He's so stressed, uh, five minutes. And mm, let's see, Ruby can't find any scissors issue. Uh, toffee, Bryony, toffee, toffee, toffee. Raul's shaking as he tries to do, do the eyes and stuff. Uh, And everybody's taking their candies out of different uh, molds and, yeah, putting it together, jellies, uh, marzipan, I guess, uh, skirts, uh, marshmallow braids. So a lot of stuff happening. And then the time is up. Uh, Place your showstoppers at the end of your workstations. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, and then we'll do the judging. First, we get a shot of the stream, a shot of the tent, and this is intense. Uh, everybody's sitting there. Kind of time to check everybody's showstoppers. Uh, Ruby's up first. Uh, she goes up, uh, sets it down. We look at everything. First, uh, looks just like a picture. This is your sister. Yeah, this is she had a fun, bubbly personality when she was younger. Absolutely sweet. It really is. Uh, Danish pastry, Paul says, looks like Danish pastry. Good layers, good butter. Crispy on the outside. If you'd glazed it, it would have been nice. Uh, maybe apricot jam. Uh, pastry's lovely, but apricot glaze, uh, not just for look, but for a taste. Uh, you need some sweetness. But it is buttery. Honeycomb is good very good ginger works that's delicious uh overall nice design is effective very nice simple and effective so ruby's happy then manon goes uh and bruce says okay i like the skirt of marshmallow that's beautiful uh But uh, what filling's in there, Paul says, and Manus says, just chocolate and plain. He goes, hmm. And he goes, that's pan de chocolate. Uh, uh, And then they cut it. They do this sequence where everybody laughs. Uh, Paul takes one bite of Danish. Undercooked in the middle, overcooked on the outside, Bruce says, uh, too high on the oven, too long. And he goes, yeah, butter leaked out and uh, then gets soaked up into the bottom and then uh, cooks it. Uh, and, yeah, Bruce says it's fried on the bottom. And it looks like it happened with all of them. So, oh, boy, they say. pool butter solidified, congealed. And chocolates, they taste, chocolates are good, very professional looking, actually. Uh, but your pastry, you got an issue with uh, pretty poor on the baking. The show's called Bake Off, by the way. Then they go to Kim Joy's. Her piping is exquisite, Bruce says. Uh, but you know, Kim Joy's real stressed already. She goes, Yeah, this is my friend Charlotte uh, wearing a gown. They go, The design's impeccable. I mean, really good. But oh, they go. Paula goes, I can see there's no butter, so your butter all leaked out. Those gaps, uh, your butter's gone. So, what happened with the dough? It's underbaked, soggy. Bruce says, uh, underproofed. Uh, and Kim Joy goes, Yeah, this is what I decided to do because it was warm and uh, she realizes her mistakes, so she gets a, a really strong feelings. Brian is trying to help her through it though. She can barely listen because Paul's like, uh, "What did you, you know? What happened with the creme pat? Uh, and uh, what's in there?" And Brenda goes, "It's okay. It's okay, Kim Joy." And they go, well, okay, some of this is good. The chocolates are good. Jellies are nice. Pastry not good. Bars band, good. And they go, "Thank you, Kim Joy." And Sandy, man, she's so caring. She goes, "Let me help you. Let me help you. It's okay. It's okay." Now, I could see, like, uh, this has got to be intense uh, for someone that's, like, uh, anybody that works there and really empathizes and gets close to the contestants. Okay, then Brian, Brian he goes, uh, Nanopat, Nana um and he goes to the ginger crumb pat, dried blueberries, vanilla marzipan, sherbet, uh, Toffee on her shoes, marshmallow necklace, not a beard, a necklace. Uh, so they cut up her Danish, take some bites, uh, lovely flavor, good. blueberries, nice, color's nice. So that's good. The sherbert's very uh, sherberty on the bag. Holy cow, All makes a face. A uh, nice flavor. This is closest to a Danish pastry. Then Raul goes, uh, we see it. It looks good to me. Uh, I mean, I guess like a little bit overcooked to the Danish-wise, but he's stressed, man. Burnt, they say. You left in the oven 10 minutes too long. Uh, But I like this, Uh, uh the decoration, the buttons and the jellies. Uh, and then they do the cutting. Everybody makes the joke, but it's just to break up the tension. Paul takes a bite. Tough, but uh, really dry. And Mars are lovely. Nice flavor. The uh, jelly sweets are really good. Like like amazing. Perfect, they say. Summer mixed berries, stuffed chocolate, that's good. And the buttons have raspberry jam. And they say, oh, boy. They're so good, Sandy tries one. But is disappointing. So hopefully his candy, like, uh, yeah, I guess his candy's too, like, let me hear at this one in the episode. But he's so, Ruby goes and hugs him because he goes, I'm going home. She goes, stop saying that. Uh, everyone's feeling that way. And he goes, no, it's me. So then we do talking. heads. He goes, yeah, I deserve it. Uh, Kim Joy doesn't even know if she can talk about it. Uh, She's feeling so intense. Uh, Manon says it's fine, but she's feeling very intense. So then we go to table talk. A lot of strong feelings. Sandy says, okay, where are we? Uh, And they go, well, Briny's back up. Uh, She did well. Ruby did well. Kim Joy slipped down, could leave. Man and Raul are in trouble. I mean, Manon uh, uh, made the sweets, but uh, really didn't put a lot of time, anything in her pastry. And Raul Burnham basically overbaked the pastry, butter runs out. And they say, okay, Starbaker's easy, but who's going home? And uh, Noel says, I'll put on some tea. And Sandy says, I'll get a bottle, of bubbly. Or Fizz, Fizzy Water. I don't know what she calls it. Uh, so a bottle of Fizz. Then they go for Star Baker. There can only be one mermaid in uh, Copenhagen Harbor, Sandy says. So i have to learn what that means. Uh, and she goes, This is harder and harder each week, as uh, she says before that. Uh, and Star Baker is Ruby. Uh, everybody cheers for Ruby. Raul kind of gives her, like, an extra hug. Uh, Nola goes, I got the, you know, unfortunate job, uh, not great. Uh, Everybody breathes. Uh, The person who's leaving this week is uh, Manon. And you can kind of see surprise with uh, Kim Joy and Raul in relief, uh, but more surprise or shock uh, that they're not going home. And obviously, man, is feeling very strongly because, uh, but Bruce says, you should be proud of yourself. Uh, this was amazing. Uh, and she goes, it'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, Ruby's holding her. Man says, it's just baking. Uh, Paul gives her a hug. You did really well. It was that Panda chocolate uh, did it. Uh, she goes, I learned a lot. Uh. Even some things I didn't think I could make. Uh, stronger baker, stronger person. Hopefully, that's what that means. Uh, Sad so to see man and go. She's a good baker, just not a good Danish baker, Bruce says. Uh, and Paul says, Raul, oh, man, next week you better step up. Uh, and he says, I didn't even expect it. Holy, holy. Congratulations go out to Briny. Randy goes, Holy cow, I'm through to the semifinals. What? Uh, and Kim Joy goes, See you next week, oh boy. Then Ruby gets hugs from the judges, It's Very happy. Paul says, I'm happy for her to get Star Baker. This is when you want to be on up. Ruby calls her family and they all yell at once uh, that she's Star Baker. She goes, I told you I'm the quiet one. Told you so. And that's the end of the episode, all right? Uh, Here's some thank yous. Thanks for listening. Good night.